This is another episode of Main Corpse. Horror Derbs. Alright, this is uh, this is gonna be fun. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. Welcome back to Main Corpse. Horror Derbs. But you're I didn't even have to look over this time. That was awesome. We're getting used to these. Okay. We're doing it. So I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Kelsey. And today, I've got something a little bit different, but still very on brand for us. I think this one's going to be fun. It's going to be very short, but the punchline is very M. Night Shyamalan the... twisty. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, wait, no, like, decent M. Night Shyamalan or, very like, good Airbender? M. Night, very good M. Night Shyamalan. Okay, Not bet. Airbender. Not Airbender. I will never forgive um, him for it. I we, just want everyone to know. Listen, I, I love... His, I love some of his movies. I still will go back and say that um, that his early films, he had some legitimate, like, great movies. And uh, I we'll, agree. We'll talk about I, it later. The Last Airbender was terrible. And <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about that it. That one with Will Smith that he made was also terrible. What one did he make with Will Smith? Wasn't it called, like, After Earth? Was oh, I never bothered watching that. Yeah, so. it's terrible. Yeah. But Unbreakable? Unbreakable is amazing. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. It's a really good movie. All right, so we'll stop <laughs> talking about M. Night Shyamalan and get to the twist here in just a moment. But before we do, we have another little weird twist, and that's that we have a Kit Kat that doesn't taste like a regular old Kit Kat. It tastes like something totally different. This is Kit Kat Blueberry Muffin, and I'm so excited yeah. about it. I love blueberry things, oh, and so I've excited. tried all their other flavors, so... This we one to, has big shoes to feel. We need to, to branch out into the Asian Kit Kat market. Listen. There are some weird ones. The strawberry and the orange are amazing. The matcha are really good. The matcha ones are killer. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in the Philippines, we tried a billion different flavors. I mean, they have they have walls of Kit Kat flavors as well. Hey, I know that we've got some nerds out here listening. Yeah. Um, send us suggestions on your weird foods. Please. And if you live in a place that has... Um, like a, a weird item that that's not found really anywhere else, and it's not perishable. We do have a PO box, so you can find it on our social media. Yeah, and you can feel free to send us anything you want us to try, and as long as it's sealed, we we probably will. Don't 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 be weird, but we have a PO box, so send us your suggestions. And if you find something like a weird candy bar or something you want us to try, send it our way. Maybe we'll try it. Yeah, and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to try this because I freaking I'm so excited. Love Kit Kats. Okay. Okay. Here we let's go. go. Mm. This is so good. The blueberry is in the I want to say white chocolate coating. Oh yeah, for sure. It has almost a cinnamon flavor in the wafer. It really does. Um, they did something different with this one, and it kind of uh, it really does. I goes. I was just thinking it was going to taste like blueberries, but they really embrace the muffin aspect of it, like the um, the streusel. On yeah, top. yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you, like mm-hmm. you said, it's kind of got like a cinnamony uh, brown sugar texture of the wafer. Maybe. It's almost like an oaty texture. Agreed. Totally agreed. Which I mean, it's just the regular wafer, but with the flavors, it's really. Yeah, it I'm going to try another half. Yeah, mm. I'm going to be honest about this. I really like this. I'm so excited that we started trying some stuff that was good. I know. It's about time. Yeah. It's about <laughs> time that we that we got our due. Like, I think this is the third horror derv in a row where we haven't mm-hmm. disliked anything we've had. Mm-hmm. We had the pickle chips, which we loved. 
We had the Carolina Reaper and that delicious soda from Alabama. Uh, and we had blueberry Kit Kats, blueberry muffin Kit Kats. That's awesome. That's really, really good. I'm impressed. Yeah, me too, honestly. All right, cool. So let's get right to it. All right. Let's talk about this. So today's episode takes us to the fertile fields of jolly old England. Uh, <laughs> so, um, strap in, Govna, because we're going to talk about a British mystery. This is so funny to me because I'm the one here that embraces everything British. British. Culture, yeah. yeah. So it's really weird that I <laughs> that I say that I don't. My favorite band's Iron Maiden, which is as British as you can get. And my one of my favorite movies, maybe my favorite movie of all time, is The Wicker Man, which is a British movie. So you just don't like dry British humor. That's the problem. That's here. my issue. That's my issue. It's it's yeah. their yeah. It's uh, that and the accent. You know. You're out. Yeah. What what? Uh, all that stuff. <laughs> Spot a tea. Um, all that. Sorry, Brit- British listeners. We we I, I, honestly, I love yeah. you. I, I love, love you guys. I love you too. Um, I just love you more. You do. You probably do. I'm not gonna lie. I love Christopher Lee. He's a Brit. He's a Brit. I love like him. the BBC though. Like I watch. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of BBC I can't watch. There's a lot of their proof. Not even just like classic, like Down Abbey and Doctor Who. I, I like get into it. I'm gonna tell you this, and this will actually kind of help us out here. Have you ever watched the series of a ghost story for Christmas movies? I haven't. There's an entire British series, and uh, back in the '60s and like '70s, on Christmas Eve, they would show a new ghost, a ghost story, and they were they're really good. That's fantastic. Um, I have the whole set. Of we you should do. make that a a thing where we can where every Christmas Eve or leading up to Christmas Eve, we get together and watch one of these. I think we should definitely do I that. I think it would be a lot of fun. All right, I haven't gone through them yet, so it would be a really good chance for me to watch them. Awesome. And that actually is perfect for what we're about to talk about. Let's because we're going to talk about the A3 Burpham. I think that's how you say it. I looked it up. B-U-R-P-H-A-M. Um, mm-hmm. Ghost Crash of 2002. Have you ever heard of this before? I have not. So on December 11th, 2002, and I said this was perfect because it was a good chance for me to bring up those Christmas ghost stories. Um, and it was right around Christmas. December 11th was supposed to be a pretty sleepy day for the local police force in Burpham. Uh, they had just had a party the night before, a holiday party, um, getting ready for, you know, getting in the holiday mood. And there were only a couple of police officers staffed. And suddenly the phone started ringing off the hook. And it was filled with people who were driving on the A3 near an emergency slip road in Burpham and had seen a car skid and go off the road. They had, they had watched it happen. They got multiple calls about it, and they sent some police out there. So police got out there, and they went to investigate, and they found absolutely no sign of the vehicle. Um, it appeared to have vanished from the road, and looking over the edge of the road, they could find no tire tracks, no rustled weeds, no anything, because they watched the car go off the road. All of these people did. So the cops are baffled. They look around for a few more minutes, and one of them gets the idea, well, maybe we should walk further over into the woods because maybe it just didn't, maybe it just hit the right spot and nothing 
nothing happened, right? And, and it didn't rustle anything, and the car could be over there. They couldn't smell burning tires. They couldn't hear a, a car horn. They couldn't hear anyone screaming for help. They could find nothing. So they go over the edge, and they order a search through the wood line. And just 20 yards from the reported crash scene, buried in twisted undergrowth were the remains of a wrecked car containing the badly decomposed skeleton of a man. This car, the lights were all off, the battery had long since died, trees and brush were growing through the car, like all around it, and they found the skeleton, and they determined that the crash had happened five months earlier in July. Five months? Five months earlier in July, at the exact spot that motorists saw a car skid and go off the road on December 11th of 2002. That's fantastic. Crazy, right? Yes. Okay, so again, just just to, just to wrap this wrap this in a bow, and then I've got a couple other small things to uh, to kind of add in here. Um, let me let me kind of repeat just in general. Cops start getting calls that they had seen a car, that motorists had seen a car skid off the road. Right. They watched it go off the road. They got to the scene where it was supposed to have happened and found nothing. They went over into the underbrush and found a car that had managed to stay 20 yards off a busy section of roadway. Here's my question. Yeah. Did these people give descriptions of the vehicle and did it match the vehicle that they found. So that's a little bit sketchy. And if anyone knows that, cause I wanted to make this a full length, but I couldn't find enough information on it. it the basic story I'm telling you is all over the place and it's mm -hmm. confirmed by a couple newspapers, but I didn't really find, I found a couple conflicting reports about what kind of car it was. Mm -hmm. um, I read somewhere that it was a sob um, and that's what they found off the road. Like, that's what was reported. So some people claim that they did say what the make and model and color of the car was. Other people seem to disagree with that. Um, and there are also, I should point out, conflicting um, rumors about how many people called and claimed to have seen it. But the number seems to be anywhere from one person um, all the way up to maybe five, six, or seven people had called to report it. But here's the deal with that. Um, if it's a busy kind of uh, off day, then the police would probably need a couple calls before they're going to let that many people, because they only had so many people staffed, so I'm willing to bet there was more than one call, but someone called it in, said that they had seen it happen, they got there, found no evidence of it, and then found a car with the skeletal remains of a young man. Later on, they figured out um, it was a 21-year-old man, last seen alive in London around July 16th. Um, and his identity was established after checking registration of the... It was an Astra. I'm sorry, they do say what it was. It was a maroon Astra. So it was not a sob. So police, uh, again, were called to the scene at 7.20 p.m. after reports that the accident were phoned in. And that's where they found the car that had been sitting there for five months. Bizarre story that they still have not figured out how that would have happened. No one has ever come forward and said, I drive a similar car, and I also skidded a little bit that day, but never went off the road. And it was a big story, so you would think someone would. You would think they would. That is, that tracks, though. Mm -hmm. Like, that is, that is very on brand, I would say. Yeah. How cool. What a little ghosty this time. Let's call it, Chris I love it. Christmas in August. Let's talk Halloween in August. Halloween and Christmas 
in August. So there you go. <laughs> so here's here's the funny thing. I haven't I haven't told a single ghost story, and I'm the mm-hmm. one who thinks paranormal stuff is you know real. I don't believe in ghosts, but I totally <laughs> just. And the the funny thing is, like when I told that story too. The, uh, the hair on my arm stood up. Because the first time I read this, I was like, wait, what? And I had to go back through a couple of times. It's a bizarre story. And in the back of my mind, I keep trying to dissect what might have happened. And maybe, do you think maybe someone saw it, like, in July and watched ask. the papers? And then when it when no one ever came forward, they were like, it's getting around Christmas. Someone's missing their family member. I'm going to call and say that I just now saw it. And... That way had they at least find him it. missing? Um, apparently his family had. Uh, they, okay. they did end up having to um, having to report it to the family, who said he had last been seen in July, alive in, alive in July in London. Um, and I will say that they double-checked the car, and they found no evidence of foul play or that another car would have been involved. So likely he was just driving too fast, lost control, skidded off the road and wasn't found for five months so my question is like when did this happen like did it happen super late at night or what happened who knows that in this busy stretch of road where three or whatever people yeah like reported the ghost car yeah how, like how did no one see this actually happen in yeah, july absolutely so the official um i will read this Uh, So, Sergeant Russ Greenhouse of the Surrey Police um, is quoted as saying, The car was discovered as a result of a report from members of the public who reported seeing a car's headlights veering off the road. The officers could not identify that collision, but they had presence of mind to search on foot and found the car. That's all I know. It's wild. So why I'm going to read more into it, and if I find more, maybe we can talk about it more at length. Um, but I might, I might throw a couple extra ghost stories in moving forward because this is kind of fun. I love ghost stories, so I'm down. Yeah, this is a this is a wild one to me. Like when I heard it, I, I just couldn't believe it. But I'm going to say this: I was researching something else when I found this story, and I cannot wait to get to these something else. Okay. All right. So that's all the time we have today. This is supposed to be a short, so I'm going to shut up and make it an actual short. Um, where can they find us? They can find us on iHeartRadio, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and most places where you can find awesome podcasts. But also us. Stay creepy, governor. Huh? Uh, Did you get the, the cringy Britishness just now? Huh? I got the cringe for oh, sure. What? 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 <laughs>